Blog Talk Radio. Prayer requests, 
Also, for those who may want to see the video version of Reconnect My Heart, you can go to ReconnectMyHeartPodcast.com. Also, I am on social media under my page, Brother Prater. I'm on Facebook and YouTube. So glad you're able to join us. Thank you all for spending another Sunday, beautiful Sunday. Um, I'm very, very, very excited for today. Uh, it's it's funny how sometimes you try to plan things, and you know it seems like it seems like whenever I get ready to plan something on this show, it seems like the computer takes forever. But then if I don't have anything planned, then it just pew, just passed. So, but I think I didn't take too long. But uh, with that being said, hey, one of the things I believe in just being able to adjust. Matter of fact, my daddy used to say this when I was a kid, and I was like, wow, why does he say that? Now I see why, but he said, in life, in life, things seldom goals according to plan. So we have to be able to navigate, diverse, um, be be spontaneous. And so that's the way I look at it, you know. So if y'all want to blame someone for how I am, blame it on my daddy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just thank God for him. Uh, what we're going to do today, I just want to just get a chance just to talk to you all. Um, what was really on me just to talk to the people about a three-letter word, just do it. Just do it. You'd be surprised how many hopes and dreams, plans that even God has authorized us to do, but we just put them on hold. And a lot of times we think, well, you know, the devil is trying to prevent me from doing this, doing that. True enough, the devil will fight us at any moment in our lives, especially when you go into your purpose and plan that God has for you to be in to do. But a lot of times we blame the devil on some things. It ain't the devil. It's, sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's procrastination. Sometimes it's the naysayers. Sometimes we allow the negativity, excuse me, sometimes we allow the negativity or the failures of others to become our failures. We allow the negative, we allow the fear of others to be our fear. And matter of fact, uh, probably about two hours ago, I was watching a video I do not know the guy's name, but um, I think his last name is Jackson. Um, I'll, matter of fact, um, I don't know his I don't know his first name, but um, he looks like George Floyd. He was, I believe, he was George George Floyd's best friend. He, they resemble each other. Well, I actually saw an interview of him, and he was uh, being interviewed by. Um, another entertainer and the guy asked him about his hopes, his dreams. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like I said, every now and then I've, I've watched a little, was little stuff. Uh, it was on phone and I'm looking, I'm like, I'm listening. And he was talking about, he was asked about his dreams, his hopes. And he said what he wanted to do. And all of a sudden, out of the side of his mouth or at the same mouth where he was saying he wanted to do something, his hopes and dreams, he was talking so negative about himself. Well, I ain't going to succeed. 
ain't going to be good. And I'm like, wow. Now, he's already, I believe he was an NBA player. He's already successful in one field, but he has fear in another field, another dream, another aspiration that he wants to accomplish. What's the purpose of us having dreams when we're not going to chase them? So when I was listening, I'm like, wow, this dude, he's already successful, but even in the midst of him being successful, he's still a failure. Now, this is not to knock him because this is actually bringing awareness to me how sometimes we even allow our fears, our dreams to take hold and be on the side and we allow the fear to want to wrap it into our lives. I'm like, man. So that's why today's message, I want to say just do it. Just do it. I found out even there's a saying we heard growing up, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. And, you know, we say all these positive things. And, I mean, that sounds good and dandy, but to get to the root and the source of everything that gives us life, we have to refer to God. You know, God never allows something or even a glimpse, even a token or a fraction or a seed of something into our lives and for us to not do anything about it. Now, it could be a lesson that he's trying to teach us. If there's something that, let's say something, um, I don't want to say bad, but let's just say something uncomfortable that happens. Something uncomfortable that happens then, you know, um, lesson well learned. You know, it can, it can prepare us or even it can even spiritually vaccinate us for what's ahead. But then when it comes down to those hopes, those dreams, what does it mean? Some people, well, you know, I just I, I just dream a lot. Well, what are you doing with those dreams? I found that as a believer, I'm telling you, as a believer, God speaks to us and give us dreams for a reason. Now, some people, it may not be a big deal, but I'm telling you, God will communicate with you and God communicate with us in various ways. Okay, he has his written word that he communicates to us. That's great. That's fine and dandy. That's very important. But also there's the audible there are times where you can be somewhere and God speaks to you directly. There are times that God will even use people that you know or that you don't know, that he will use his words but their voice, and you know that it's of him because not only you feel it in the spirit, but someone comes to you that you don't know anything about, and they tell you something that only you and God knows, and then there's a peace that comes. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some people that will come to you that are not of God, and they can actually tell you what's actually going on in your life. But the difference is the peace of God versus the chaos of Satan. So for you to be able to have these things and how God communicate with us, do you think he's doing that for nothing? No. Like I said, you know, when I was growing up, 
there are times that God will speak to me in my dreams, sometimes even through visions. Um, and I didn't really share with a lot of people. Um, you know, at first I did because I thought it was just normal. You know, I would tell people, you know, I had a dream that I was falling. Or, you know, I'm pretty sure those many people that may have had the dreams of falling, it was for a reason. You know, um, had a dream of flying, all these things. Everything happened for a reason. Now, I will say this. Now, let's just say like the dream of falling. You're falling. You wake up sweating. You're in fear. You're panicking. Well, what God began to show me pertaining to that, God was showing me because he wanted to take me somewhere, and the devil knew that God had a purpose and plan for me. So what he wanted to do, the devil wanted to bring fear before the elevation of my faith. Fear, the devil would try to play fear or bring fear upon us, and that becomes the foundation. So anything that may happen, good or bad, the foundation being fear, then it makes you paralyzed or paranoid pertaining to anything. And so God was showing me that the devil was trying to bring that fear. And then also even pertaining to Flying. There were times where it even happens now, even as an adult. I could be outside and all of a sudden I see myself floating, just going up in the sky. And I used to be so scared because I'm looking down, I'm looking down, and I'm just going up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm seeing my feet leave the earth. I'm seeing my feet and my body just going up and high and high. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Until, until one day God told me, the next time that happens, quit looking down, look up. And so I said, okay, God, let me, let me have that dream again. And it, it didn't happen for years. And so finally, when I began to have it, all of a sudden I began to see myself, you know, have my feet leave the ground. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And also I remember, okay, don't look down, look up. So I no longer looked up. I looked, I mean, no longer looked down, but I looked up. And when I looked up, then that's when the peace came. And I'm like, ah, because what happened, the devil wanted me to see what I was leaving. There began to be a great height and length of me leaving, quote, unquote, the ground. So if I'm leaving the ground, I'll be in fear of elevation. And so what God wanted me to do was no longer look down, but look up. That way, I don't have to be in fear of elevation of what I'm leaving. I can be able to look up to see what I'm getting closer to. And so I'm like, okay, so as I begin to start doing that, then I begin to start flying. But I never looked at the ground. I always looked up or looked at where I was at. And so with that, and like I said, that was just with me. When I began to really start doing that and accepting that into my life, that's when I started seeing the power of God move. He began to start showing himself strong as well as being able to show me the tools and the gifts that he had instilled in me. So with that being said, that's why it's so important for us to remember those three words, just do it. Just do it. God will never give us an assignment. He will never give us an assignment without preparation. 
He would never give us a task without grooming us. Think about this. If God give us a task, he entrusted that with us. God wants us to be a good steward. And so a lot of times we often talk about stewardship, and we often think stewardship, and it just pertains to money, but it pertains to talent and time. Talent, times, and gifts. Excuse me. So for us to be able to really just think about the things that we want to do, the things that God has commissioned us to do, just do it. God will give us an assignment based on what he has assigned to us. If God gave us an assignment, that means he had assigned us to that. Get this. If God gave us an assignment, not only did he assign that to uh, he, me, not only did he assign that to us, but he assigned us to that. <laughs> he entrusted that with us. You know, the Bible tells us I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me or who has given me the ability, who has enabled me. And also the key verse I often think about, it always blessed me. God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness, meaning Life, eternal life, and godly living. In other words, not only how to make it to heaven, but how to throw down here on earth. God has given us the ability to have victory. God has given us every hope and dream right at our fingertips. But the key thing, do you actually know who you are? Do you understand? Do you understand your sonship? Do you understand your identity, not just your natural identity, but your spiritual identity and authority. Think about it. Many of us, we don't know. We know others. Listen, we know and study our failures, but we do not study our success. We don't really grasp the victory that is right here at our fingertips. And we're not just talking about victory, oh, when we get to heaven, we can sing and shout. No, we're talking about victory right here, right now. You know, it is not God designed for us to climb no mountain. We're not cl- mountain climbers. Even if God wanted us to smoke, he would put pipes on our back, or pipes, tailpipes, or exhaust pipes on us. Well, if he didn't put exhaust pipes on us to smoke, he sure didn't make us mountain climbers. When I say mountain climbers, I'm not just talking about the physical mountain. I'm talking about the spiritual or the emotional mountains that are in our lives. God told us to what? Speak to the mountain. And not us move, but it moves. You know, understand our power and authority. So there's strength, not just in your arms, but there's strength in your voice, strength in your identity, strength in your appearance. So even what you plan on doing, even the hopes and dreams that you desire, make sure that you pray it up. Understand, God is the resource, excuse me, God is the source to our resources. So God knows everything. So how about we go to him? I'm learning. Don't get me wrong. I don't know everything. But one of the things I'm learning is for us to go to God first in every situation of our life. I found out, you know, I've always looked for something and 
couldn't find something, and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what, God? You know where it is. God, where is it? He'd say, it's right here. I'm like, golly. I never would have thought about, oh, wasting my time looking for this, looking for that. And he's saying, but if you had to ask me first, I would tell you where it was. And that's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God that want to inform us, want to talk to us, want to communicate with us. So why should we be in fear of doing something that we were born to do? Doing a task, doing an assignment that we were born, we were gifted. God has given each one of us different gifts and talents. One of the things I believe in, I believe in us being able to look in the mirror and encourage ourselves. You know, it's very seldom that we do get a chance to just sit down and just talk to ourselves. And a lot of times people are looking for that word of encouragement. People are looking for someone to talk to us, to motivate us. But you'd be surprised the words that come out of our mouth when we spend quality time with God. You'd be surprised the conversation that God want to have with us. Let me rephrase that. You'd be surprised the conversation that God want to have with you. God want to have with me. You know, I found out the peace that comes when you get revelation from God. God want listen. There's nothing wrong with listening to a sermon. Nothing wrong with listening to uh, a, a sermon or radio or a, a TV or whatever like that. But there are times that it's best to just cut that stuff off, hang up the phone, and get something straight off the press for God. God want to give you something straight off the press. God want to give you something directly. And he can do it. I'm telling you, God will blow your mind. God will tell you things that people will know it was only God that gave it to you. So like I said, we talk about we love God, we talk about we serve God, but let's have Let's have the things that only God can give us. Let's get it from him. There's no need for us to waste our time to try to figure it out when God already worked it out and provided a way of escape for us. Not only a way of escape, but provisions for us. You know, I don't have to call uh, 13, 14 banks to find out if they're going to give me a loan. I don't have to find out which job can I go to that I'll be hired at. You know what I need to do? Okay, God, look here. I'm putting on my clothes. I'm putting on some smell good. I have my hair done. I got my gold tooth polished. I'm going on the interview. Now, my question is, which place do I need to go to to fill out the application that you're going to have me working at? Which place do I need to? I'm already ready. I'm just waiting on your instructions. That's when we put God to the test and look we, we when we can trust God like that he can't help but to move but if you lying in the bed and say well I'm, I'm looking for a job I'm waiting uh-uh you're not waiting on God God waiting on you remember this it's time for us to put some actions on our beliefs put some legwork on our faith so as far as Look here, when God when God say, hey, the winner's opportunity is open, you should be able to get the ball and run. Be ready because if the window of God moves, sometimes it's like go. When God say go, he means go now. But see, you can't go now if you, if you ain't already ready right now. But when you're ready, when you're prepared, and you're praying to God and God say go now, I'm telling you, it's like 
bam, he will he will have you to leave the house, go somewhere, and you end up running to the person that you've been trying to catch. Uh, you know what? I'm going to share this with you. I went to go see Arsenio Hall years ago. He was doing stand-up in Dallas. And so I went to go see him, and I said, man, you know, I, I wanted to I wanted to um, give him my book, but he wasn't doing any autographs. I'm like, man. So I found out he was going to be there the next day. I was like, okay. So what I did, I said, God, I'm going to go to this one. But the night that I went, he had two shows. So I found out that he was going to be there the next night. And so I said, okay, well, let me see, you know, which which show he's going to come to find out. It was just going to be on one show. So I'm up here at home, and God told me, put on this, put on that, and go right now. Leave. I got my stuff. I left. I left, and God said, go this way, go that way. And it was the opposite way of where he was the day before. He said, go this way, go that way, and turn over here. I did that, and guess what? As I'm going up the steps, guess who I ran down? Guess who I ran into going down the steps? It was Arsenio Hall. Bam! I said, hey, blah, 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 blah. Look, said a few words and left. Look, I ended up having to drive 30, about 38 minutes to find him, to go to the place, 38 minutes to go to the place, go here, go there, and then all of a sudden, bam, run into him. Just that fast. I'm telling you, God will tell you what to do. And it, I mean, it's the, the timing itself is just so mind-boggling. You're like, wow, God, that was deep. So I want to encourage each and every one of you all, if there's anything that's hindering you from feeling the, the purpose, the hopes, and dreams, what's the hold up? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Are you waiting on somebody to partner up with you? Why? One of the things I always tell people, God didn't give it to y'all. God gave it to you. The people that sometimes we try to, you know, draft into our purpose and plan may not be the one that God authorized you to use. Sometimes we allow other people to come in and we end up allowing them to be our God, when God said, no, I want you to, I want you to trust me. I want to be your all in all. So this is the time for us to be able to really just talk to God, listen to God, be transparent with God. Tell God, you know what, God, I'm ready, God, I want to do this, I want to do that. But also, God, what did you instill in me? What investment did you place in me? What investment did you place in me? God invested some things into you. So, listen, you should not know somebody else better than yourself. God knows you, but do you know you? God invested so much into you. You don't even know the stocks that God placed into you. So I want to encourage you. Write down those things. Look, you should never go to bed without a pen and paper accessible to you. You should never go to bed 
without a pen and paper, no tablet, or even your cell phone. Sometimes, look here, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I have to get my cell phone and I have to recall myself speaking and then go on back to bed. Because if I try to try to uh, write it down, I end up having chicken scratch. But for you to be able to get that out so that way you can meditate on it. Meditate. Remember what God told you. God told you. And don't let anybody bust your hopes and dreams of bubbles. To be honest with you, of course, eyes hasn't seen, ears hasn't heard the goodness that God has for us. But also, the things that God told you, there are some people that will tell you that you're not qualified. Sometimes God will tell you things that you, I'm going to say like this, God will show you things that you're going to be doing that you may not even be qualified for right now. So God is preparing and grooming you for this. You'd be surprised. God God may tell you, hey, what I'm going to do, I'm going to have you, um, I'll give you an example. I'm going to have you to meet, let's just say, um, Muhammad Ali before he passed. I'm going to have you to meet Muhammad Ali. So what God will have you to do knowing that Muhammad Ali was one of the greatest uh, uh, boxers. He may, you know, he may live over here. And so what God may have you to do is do something off the wall like, hey, start walking dogs. You know, hey, start shining shoes. And you're like, what? God may give you something so minute. It seems like it's so minute. It is not even attached to the big picture that he showed you. But what happened, your obedience and also your obedience may be the link for you to be able to ultimately have that that he showed you, that he showed you, or meet that person that he showed you. I'm telling you, if God could do it for me, oh, he could do it for anybody. I, if I told you the list of things that has happened, what, you know what, one day we'll have testimony on here. We have where we just have a whole episode. We're just showing testimony. We we ain't talking about no. Well, you know, uh, I got me a brand new car, no down payment, but you paying forty five percent interest. That ain't no testimony. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> but for us to really just talk about what God can do, I'm telling you, God want to start blowing our minds. God wants us to get back in rhythm with trusting him and for us to be those representatives that, that he can trust that's going to go out to the world to let people know, hey, look here, God loves you. God is concerned about you. So we're going to go ahead and go to the phone line right now. Matter of fact, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go to this person right here. Hello. Welcome to Rick Net My Heart. You're on the air. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, doing great. How you doing? Doing great, doing great, doing great, doing great. How's yeah. everything going for you, sir? Man, it's going great. We had an awesome day at church today. I, I really enjoyed your, your message and, you know, uh, encouraging people, you know, in the Lord. It's it, it just, it, you know, I know you spoke today. I mean, you're doing double time. <laughs> but, uh, uh you know, uh, citing message today at church and also followed up 
um, with your message tonight. And, uh, man, I just say just keep doing what you're doing and keep encouraging people in the Lord, you know, um, especially to, you know, follow God, uh, whether it's a dream, uh, whether it's through scripture, uh, whether it's through prayer, you know, his, your answered prayer. Just make sure you follow uh, God because he has your best interest in mind. So um, I just appreciate you, brother, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, and uh, keep up, keep up the great work. And um, I'm gonna have to um, get in contact with you and um, finish up on the conversation we had earlier. And also, thank you for your, okay. um, thank you for your encouragement on. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, as well as looking forward to big, big, big things coming up. Yeah. Right, right on, right on. If you hear a lot of noise, I'm driving, but, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to miss the show. <laughs> uh, no problem, no problem. The main thing of it is you're on a mission. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, I appreciate you be safe and be, be, be speaking safe, traveling, grace. Yes, sir, appreciate you. All right, have All right. Night. All right, take care now. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, Okay. Okay. So, what we're gonna do? We um, as a matter of fact, just being able to just talk about, just do it. Um, there's a little something I'm gonna do. Um, wanted to have a little, wanna have a little um, moment to thank someone. Uh, I'm, I'm this person does not know I'm going to uh, contact them. But uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to see if I can uh, contact this person. Uh, this is someone that's very dear to me. Um, I'm going to see if I can get in contact with this person. What's going on, Joe? Hello, hello, hello. How you doing today, sir? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Uh, I don't mean to embarrass you, but uh, did I catch you at a bad time? Okay, okay. This is what I wanted to do. First of all, I know that this is your anniversary, 12 years. And um, what I wanted to do, I wanted to do something a little different. Um, I wanted to let you know, not only me calling you, but I want to celebrate you and your beautiful wife. I called you on my phone, but I have you on my podcast right now. I'm calling you live on the air to publicly, to publicly tell you happy anniversary and thank you, thank you, thank you for being the young man that you are. Appreciate that so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I should have gave you a heads up, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but you know, I just I just wanted to just call you real quick. I'm not gonna keep you long, but I just wanted to just tell you happy happy anniversary. And um, you know, even though even though you're my nephew, man, but you're definitely a young man that I really look up to. I've always looked up to, and like I like I always say, you're the one that really made me conscious of the importance of who I am in the family. And I don't I don't care 
I'm serious. I don't care where I go. I don't care what I do in life. You know, Christian Prater is the one that really touched me, you know, and um, like I said, I'm honored. I'm honored. So that not only made me conscious of who I am in the family, but also who I am to others. So I know that if you can do it for me and you've done it for me and I'm related to you, I know many people who are even just strangers and even you in education, you know, you know, I, I applaud you for what you do. So like I said, I just wanted to give you your flowers and not only publicly embarrass you, but publicly acknowledge you to let you know, man, I appreciate you. I love you. And I thank you for who you are. Love you, too, and take care of yourself, and to be continued. Sir. All right. All right. Take care now. All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to do that. Um, You know, today is his anniversary, and, you know, young man, beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, and, you know, like I said, I'm I'm honored. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of my family, and, you know, he's uh, my first nephew and doing great things, and, and like I said, I'm just so honored. So we got one more call, and we're going to go ahead and um, accept this person right quick. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Rick Nagmore. Hear me, Rick Nagmore Hart. You're on the air. How you doing today? Hello? Okay, okay. They're not on the phone. Okay. Okay, so with that being said, even when you look at everything, even – um, even looking at the uh, accolades of my nephew, you know, he did it. Because he did it, he proposed, he's married. Now what he's doing, he's receiving the benefits of what he did. He took a chance, took a, he took a step, a leap of faith. And so that's something that we have to do. Uh, look, a leap of faith ain't scary when you know that God orchestrated you to jump, he gave you the ability to jump, and also knowing he's the one that's holding you up and make sure that you will land safely. So what are the risks? There aren't any when you put your total alliance into God. So with that being said, I want each and every one of us to really just take inventory of what God wants us to do. Seek God, talk to him, and let him know, you know, hey, He's the one that can fulfill every hope and dream that we have. So if you have any questions or whatever, seek God, talk to God, spend that quality time with God, and I promise you, you won't go wrong. And just in case those who may be watching who may not be saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ thy Savior and believe in the heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You know, being saved ain't hard. It's not hard. Actually, we belong. We belong to God. All you're doing is just going home and trusting him with everything in you. you. Look, you won't go wrong. Every problem that you may face, God promised he would never leave nor forsake us. We're never facing something alone. Not just in our failures, but even in our success, God is there cheering us home so we can trust him in every area of our life. 
Be heaven the Father, we come to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. We come to you right now, God. Ask you, God, to help us in every day, every endeavor of our lives, God. We're solely dependent upon you, God. Not only do we need you in our life, but we want you in our life. We invite you into our lives. We come to you right now, God. Acknowledge your presence on today, God. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you are, God. We thank you, Lord, for helping us in our time of need and want right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for being an awesome God. We thank you, Lord, for working everything out right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we already know, God, that weeping may endure but a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, God, we're resting in you right now, God. We're trusting in your nature, God. We're trusting in your character right now, God. So, God, even ask God to help us with the patience, God, to rely upon you, even in difficult moments right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, that you comfort the bereaved family right now, God. Help them, God. Help them in every area of their life, God. Help them, God, with every hurt and pain and ache that they may be dealing with right now, God. God, those who may have abandoned their dream, God, give them that desire to pick it back up and most importantly consult you and to obey you in every area of their lives right now. In the name of Jesus. Those who may be in fear, God, God, we know that you do not give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind right now. So we rely upon you, God, and we're not going to rely upon our past failures to prevent us from future promises. God, we trust in you right now, God, and we rely upon you, God. God, we speak, God, that you spiritually detox us, God, even from those who may be toxic, anything that can hinder us or anybody that can hinder us from the obedience that you have for us, God. God, we speak, God, that you help us to be aware, God, and then move away right now in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to center ourselves around people that's going to be speak edifying words to us, uh, to our spirit man right now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for right now, God, for everything that you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one of y'all. Um, if y'all want to catch me, I'm on Facebook, uh, Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P-S and Paul, R-A-T-S and Tom, E-R. Um, also, on Facebook, I have my daily devotion and also videos. Also, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. Brotherprater.com. You can see my daily devotions and videos. Also, you can go to my store section where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God the Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men the needs and the responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also, um, it's also also for ladies too, not just for men, but it's also for ladies too. Uh, help them be able to identify the qualities of a potential future husband and or presence of future children, um, fathers, the presence of future children. Also, the book, The Girl Who Was a Brother's Keeper, this is the book um, in tribute to my sister, Sheila Prater, uh, who was tragically killed during domestic violence. So I want to thank each and everyone who tuned in and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you. God bless you. I'm turning this on now. God bless you and good night.